Hello guys and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly. Today's episode is going to be all about important lessons I am learning about healing and yes they are mostly from my cats so I hope you guys absolutely love this episode. Let's dive right in. guys before we get into today's episode i just want to quickly make a super special announcement i just barely today launched my brand new free masterclass that i'm going to be doing on june 15th and it is called how to fully trust yourself and the universe i feel like trust is such a huge topic with just the personal development industry spiritual you know um spiritual community and especially in confidence is one of the main building blocks of confidence that I teach but I feel like trust is one of those things that it's kind of hard to fully grasp or comprehend or or teach for that matter Um, but I have some things that I really really want to share with you guys that is absolutely going to get you closer to full trust with yourself and with source and the universe. So it's going to be a little bit of a masterclass, but also a little bit of a workshop. I'm going to be taking you guys through something really, really powerful that I know is going to completely change the way that you think about trust and just put you so deeply into your power. Um, It's just going to be really, really magical. So like I said, it is completely free. It is on June 15th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, just hit the link in the show notes where it says Maddie's offerings and it'll take you to a link um, where you can sign up for the masterclass. There will be a replay, so um, sign up if you want to get the replay or if you can be there live. Amazing. I cannot wait to facilitate this masterclass slash workshop and be on Zoom with all of you. So again, if you want to join, the link will be in the show notes. Just click on Maddie's offerings and it'll take you to all of the info. All right, let's get into today's episode. All right, guys, let's get into it. I am really excited to share the lessons I have been learning recently. Um, I shared, I think, in my last episode that I feel like A lot of lessons that I have been in like the midst of are finally like integrating and landing and there's just like so much I want to share with you guys which feels so good. I cannot wait for all the content to come Um, but today's episode I want to share lessons that I've been learning from my cats um, which sounds so funny unless you are a cat mom yourself, you know how like powerful it can be. Or maybe I'm just making super spiritual things out of nothing, but that's just who I am. I just feel like I learn lessons and everything. Um, and I've been lear- learning like the deepest lessons and concepts from 
raising my cats and yes these are the same cats that I had in my relationship that I was in for four and a half years if you haven't listened to the podcast for a while and you're just listening to this episode and you haven't heard my little hints and you know little you know just mentions here and there um I am back with Henry and we got cats together when we were previously in relationship and then we ended up separating I didn't see my cats for a while then me and Henry got back together and um yeah some things happened like with his living situation and I obviously got my apartment in Salt Lake City and we decided it was best if I took the cats so it's like I got new cats but they weren't new cats they were like my cats that me and Henry got together so yeah very interesting situation but yeah I have my kitties again and I have been so happy to have them um life just feels a little less lonely and they're just so stinking cute they just like fill my heart with so much love and make every single day better again if you're a cat mom like you know you know the drill or a dog mom I guess it's the same thing but pets are just so fun and special and I'm yeah I'm just really really grateful um not having my cats during the breakup don't worry guys like I'm sure in the future there will be a whole episode of all the things like all the tea of like the breakup and us getting back together and everything but yeah I think like one of the hardest parts of the breakup was the cats I just felt like just so guilty for leaving them and getting them in the first place and missing them and like there's just all of this shit you know if like the breakup wasn't hard enough like there's also like the cats um and that was really hard and there's just been a lot of like healing to do even just around that and like having them back and like re like mending my relationship with the cats and yeah it's been a whole thing so let's get into it let's talk about it and let's talk about the lessons I've been learning and if you don't give a fuck about cats like please keep listening because I promise these lessons I'm about to share with you are so powerful no matter what all right so first of all let me tell you a little bit about my cats so we adopted them and they came from a mother that was like a stray she was on the streets someone found her pregnant and then I believe that she gave birth in the foster home or she might have given birth on the street but they were directly brought into the foster home and then the kittens grew up like they were pretty much in the garage of these people's house um so I'm I don't think the kittens had like any trauma um like I think they were generally safe but like the the mama cat probably wasn't like she was like a stray and on the streets and whatever um so we found you know they have like um uh what is the organization called I think it's called kitten rescue in LA that's like where we were connected to the foster parents we went to the foster parents house and they had like a bunch of kittens they probably had like 25 kittens and so we got to just like hang out with all of them feel all of their vibes and then we fell in love with um Evie 
And so Evie, she was so cute. Oh my God, we were like literally in love and we wanted to have like like siblings. And so we fell in love with Evie and then we shortly um, like fell in love with Olive. And Olive was like a little more like shy and we weren't as sure about her, but we still just like loved her and she was so cute. And so, and we wanted siblings. So we decided to take um, Olive and Evie. And yeah, Evie from the get-go was more friendly. Olive definitely like hissed at us when we picked her up to take her home and like we're trying to get her in the crate. Um, but we thought like she was just nervous about leaving and that like we were just going to raise her and that we would make her feel safe and happy and like all would be good. Um, but kind of from the moment we took them home, Olive was just like not very happy. Like, she's just, like, not happy to be there. I think she was just really, really scared. Um, And, yeah, we had, like, an incident when we first took them home and we, like, let them out of the crates. And she just, like, yeah, long story short, she's just always been a little bit more anxious than Evie. But I just loved her. I just loved her so much. I was, like, I'm going to make her feel safe and happy and make like a happy space for them. They're probably just nervous about being home. So Olive ended up being my little buddy. Like Evie like loves Henry and Henry loves Evie and like that was just like his baby and I don't know. They have so many similarities. Um and then Olive kind of became my buddy and she would always sit with me when I worked and she would sit with me when I'd meditate. Like if I would meditate she would literally like sit in my lap and almost like meditate with me and she was always chilling with me and she was just like so so sweet um and then after I left Henry said she didn't really or Henry said he didn't really see all of that much and that she kind of would just like hide a bit and um which obviously this broke my heart when we got back together but yeah I I didn't think she was like that attached to me I guess Um, but yeah, Henry said like he didn't really see all of much. So she would just kind of like hang out with, um, our roommate's cat. Um, it's not that like she wasn't like happy. I think she just kind of was, I don't know. She's just more anxious and shy. Okay. So, um, and I guess this isn't really lessons I'm learning. I've learned from my cats. It's lessons I've learned from my cat, (laughs) Olive. Okay all of my sweet little baby. I love her so much. I literally miss my cats even if I just like don't see them for a little bit because they're like taking their afternoon nap under the bed or something. Like I just love them so much. Um, so I bring, I bring the cats to Salt Lake City, right? And Evie adjusts pretty quickly and, you know, is like hanging out with us, but Olive was just hiding in the closet a lot. And I want to say also, like, this was never, like, with Olive, it was never that, like, we thought that she was unhappy or that she didn't like us. Like, if we thought she wasn't happy, we wouldn't, like, force her to stay with us. She loves us. Like, she wants to hang out with us. She wants to cuddle with us. Like, she is so happy when she gets love from us. Even when I was talking about how she, like, hissed at us when we took her, if we thought that she hissed at us because, like, she, like, hated us, then we wouldn't have taken her. 
But hissing really just means like you are, it can just be like anxiety, right? It sounds so aggressive, but a hiss is not aggressive. It's literally just a cat like, you know, having anxiety or needing its personal space or just like anything like that, right? It could even just be like, yeah, just needing personal personal space, right? So it was the hiss was really just because like we, like she was nervous about like leaving pretty much. Um, and Olive like hiding in the closet, like it just, she's just more sensitive is what I've learned. Like she's just very, very sensitive and just has like anxiety because when she does feel safe, which I'm going to get into this obviously, when she does feel safe, like she is so loving and loves to just like be with me and hang out with me. Um, she, yeah, she's just very sensitive. Anyway, I'm getting to it. So Olive is like just kind of hanging out in the closet and I'm like, oh no, you know, obviously for like the first two weeks, I just kind of like let her be in the closet. Um, cause I know she just needs to like get used to the new space. Cats do not like change. They do not like being in a new space. Um, and so I kind of like let her sit in the closet, but then after two weeks, I'm like, okay, I don't want her to get used to it. Right. Like I, I need to, um, like push her. Like I need to push her to be more friendly and come out in the open and like hang out with Evie. Cause also her and Evie were like not vibing with each other. They were just like being very territorial and like jealous and whatever. So I was like, I can't let her just like get comfortable and just like be in the closet. So I need to like, I need to push her. So I started closing like the door to the closet and the door um, like to the bedroom to kind of like get them to like, you know, get used to not being in the closet. And so one night I close the door to my bathroom, which is like the door to the closet. And I wake up and I wake up like in the middle of the night. I just hear this like noise and I go over to the closet door, bathroom door. And Olive has literally like just ripped up the carpet like she was trying to like dig a hole pretty much like under the door to like get into the closet she didn't feel safe and she just like like just tore up the carpet and I was like oh my god I was so mad at her but so I opened the door she goes into the closet I'm like okay well I guess I'm just gonna have a cat that just lives in the closet and I had a cat growing up actually that um he was like a bit older when I was like a child Um, but he just always like slept under the bed and we just like never saw him. And I was like, oh, I don't want want her to be like that cat. Like I want, I just wanted her to be like cuddly and like spend time with me and like sit on my lap and whatever. So I'm like, okay, whatever. She goes back in the closet and I'm like, I'm just feeling frustrated. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling like heartbroken because like I want to spend time with her and I don't want her to feel unsafe. And like, I just don't know. I don't know what to do. Right. And the interesting part about this whole situation is that I am like literally going on a brand new healing journey at the same time as I am like getting my cats back and my cats are moving in um, with me in the Salt Lake apartment. And so like my first, I'll call it like my first season of healing, right? My like first season of my healing journey was all about getting myself out of my comfort zone, right? I had been 
like not in my power for so long and been so like in victimhood for so long and just like not I don't know I I just was so out of my power and and depressed and not confident and for me what I really needed in that first season of healing was to like get off my ass to stand up for myself to push myself out of my comfort zone to you know just kind of like push myself right it wasn't about this like deep inner shadow work for me it wasn't really about like nervous system regulation it wasn't about any of those things like what I really needed to get out of my rut and to find my confidence was to you know close the door to the bathroom and not like sit hiding in the closet and to like get up and get out and get ready and fix like fix my posture and stand up straight and like own my power and find my strengths and get out into the world and you know, all just all of these things, right? This really like badass like method of just like taking action and saying like, fuck the self-doubt and just going for it. Um, and that worked for me. And for a lot of us in our healing, like that is a huge part of the healing is just like getting off your ass and just going for it, right? And just telling the voice in your head to shut up and just just going for it and just choosing confidence, So that's kind of what I felt like I was doing for Olive when I was like shutting the bathroom door. I was like, no, like we're not, you're not going to just like coward away and like hide. Like you, you have to face the world. And I kind of felt like the sink or swim option and like pushing her out of her comfort zone was going to help her be a more confident cat. Um, yeah. (laughs) And this is where the lessons come in. Okay. So, I talked to a cat psychic. I get a, a contact for a cat psychic from my friend. Sorry, I keep having to like, my voice is getting all crazy and I keep having to like pause and cough because I have this crazy cough ever since quitting vaping. So sorry about that if my voice gets all crazy and then I just like, yeah, have a cough. Um, but yeah, so I get I get a contact um, for my friend for a cat psychic because I'm like, I don't know what to do and I want to help her. Like, what do I do? So I talked to this animal communicator and she's like, she's like, your cats, like they want to be confident. Like they are going to be, you know, especially Olive, like she's going to be a confident cat, but like she needs time and you need to let her go through her own process and you can't be making these like expectations of what she should be like or how fast she should be like comfortable or confident um you know like you can't like compare her to her sister like she is a different cat she is her own cat and like she is has to go through her own process pretty much um and like she taught me a lot of other things about how like cats can be very sensitive to energy and I need to be like clearing and like clearing the energy in my house like smudging and um you know just using palo santo and opening the windows and making sure the the water is always really clean and just like just cleaning out my house just making the energy really like flow um and yeah she just shared a bunch of really great things with me to just help me and and my cats and everything um but yeah, the you know, the main part I want to touch on is that she was like, you know, all of she just needs time. Like you just need to give her time. And that's 
you know, one of the the first lessons is that sometimes healing does just take time. Sometimes you just need time to work through your own shit and go through your own process and allow healing to kind of like set the intention for it and obviously do the things you need to do to heal, but also allow it to to guide you in a sense, right? I feel like a healing journey is so guided by like your higher self, universe, source, God, like it is so just divine how it can kind of unfold. I know I mentioned this a little bit in my last episode of just like all of the shifts that I wanted to make in my life and how they've just so naturally happened recently because it was just like the perfect timing almost. I think healing can kind of have its own agenda in a sense and I feel like there's so much like forcefulness around healing um, even when I started my journey with my skin, I was like, I want, I'm going to have clear skin in three months. And like, now I realize, no, it's honestly going to take me way longer, like maybe a year or two. And even then, like, I'm still going to be acne prone and it's going to be a lifelong journey. And who knows what happens when I get pregnant and my hormones change again, or I have like a really stressful event happen. Like it's going to be a lifelong journey to continue to work with my body and heal like my body and my gut and my acne and myself and my chart. Like healing is an ongoing process. And I feel like there is like this push to like be healed when really you kind of just have to let the healing unfold and and happen as it's supposed to and just like kind of ride the waves of life and again that's not to say that we shouldn't be taking action towards our healing and and being proactive about our healing and doing our energy work and our journaling and signing up for programs and all of the things I just don't think we can have these expectations around like what it should look like and how fast it should be um I recently pulled a card in the Divine Feminine deck. If any of you guys have the Divine Feminine deck, um, it's one of my favorites. And I can't remember who the goddess is right now, um, what her name is or what the card is called. But it was um, the goddess of never not broken. And this card resonated with me so deeply when I pulled it like last week. um, Because it was just talking about how you can't be broken if you're always broken and how the process of life is being a little bit broken. And yeah, I just thought it was really, really beautiful. If you have that deck, you can go read um, that card. But I just thought it was so beautiful because a lot of times we're just trying to like fix our problems and just like be healed. And I don't really think that is the, the point. And so, yeah, when the cat, you know, animal whisperer told me like, you can't compare Olive to Evie. Like, you need to just let Olive, like, you know, get comfortable with the space in her own time. And you just need, like, you just need to let her go through her own process. I was like, oh my God, okay, okay. And so I, you know, there was like a week or two there where I kept like closing doors to kind of like force them to like, you know, get comfortable in the living room space. And then after a while, I was like, no, like, I... I just need to make her feel safe and let her go through her own process. And so then my intention went to, instead of like trying to push her into, you know, being confident, just like, I want to just make her feel safe. 
And again, it's so fucking crazy that all of this is happening while I'm going through my healing journey and like this second awakening of my first season was like, get off your ass and and choose confidence. And now my second season of healing that I'm going through this year is like gut health, nervous system regulation, like trauma, like living a stress-free life, like tuning into your body, somatics, like it's just like this second, it's like, it's literally my second season of healing, like on the, on this, you know, on this season of Maddie's healing episode one, like it's just, you know, it's like a whole new chapter, um, going through all of this again. Um, but yeah, so it takes time. So I start letting her go in the closet and turns out, you know, at first she's spending a lot of time in the closet. I'm like, it's okay. And I just want her to feel safe. So I start actually leaving like food and water for her in the closet. Um, I eventually even got like a kitty litter to put in the closet so she doesn't even have to leave the closet if she doesn't want to. Um, I like created little, you know, there is space for her in the closet where she could like really hide and like burrow. And I just let her be. And every once in a while, I would just go find her in one of her hiding spots and just go give her love and just give her kisses and pets. And she would just be so happy. And um, yeah, I just let her do it. And as I made her feel more and more and more safe, she started to come out more and more. I thought I had to push her, but I did not need to push her. She started to come out of the closet and hang out with me and cuddle with me. And, she, you know, in her own time, she started to explore more and more and get comfortable more and more and get confident more and more. And now she, like, as of these past couple weeks, she barely spends any time in the closet. Like, maybe when people are over or we're, like, throwing a little party or something, like, she'll hide in the closet, but she barely spends time in the closet. Um, she's even been, like, laying next to Evie, which for a while there, like I said, they had, like, a little, a little, uh, what did you call it, rivalry going on because they're both being territorial. Um, but now they're, like, laying next to each other and playing with each other and, like, she's just hanging out all the time, like, just laying in the living room. Um, but I had to let her do that on her own time. And looking back, I'm like, why was I like forcing it? But I was just, I wanted her to be like happy and I wanted her to hang out with me. Um, but she just needed time and she also needed to feel safe. Pushing herself out of her comfort zone or me pushing her out of her comfort zone wasn't going to help her her feeling safe and regulating her nervous system, that is what put her in a place to then be able to explore new things and be put out of her comfort zone. And I think this is just such a huge lesson for us of like, we can all relate to this. Sometimes there's going to be a time where you need to just push yourself and just go get it and get out of your comfort zone. But then there's gonna be other times where you cannot take action on your biggest goals and dreams or be as confident as you want to be if you do not feel safe and or have a regulated nervous system. And that is just the truth. That is just the truth. Um, you, you have to feel safe to be able to heal. You cannot heal if you're in a fight, flight, or freeze. 
it's just not it's not possible and this is why I'm going to be integrating so much somatic work and nervous system work and inner child healing work into metamorphosis for this next round um, because I'm just seeing and learning and feeling and integrating like how important all of this is. Um, so yeah, if you're going to do meta this round or if you've done it in the past and you want to join this next round to get some of the somatics magic, you totally can. Um, it's just going to be really, really special and a really like perfect addition to the magic that meta already has. Um, and it's very important for me to add all of this in because I even see it with myself. Like I am going through immense healing, but I can't like, I can't fully heal when I'm, yeah, in this fight or flight. I can't fully heal when I'm, like, not fully grounded. Um, you know, even my traveling last year, like, I was so ungrounded and so not taking care of myself and my nervous system and, like, just really anything. I was just so ungrounded and I genuinely got sick. Like, my skin flared up and I was getting UTIs and I literally got like poison oak at one point and I got like I don't know I was literally just like kind of like sick all the time I was having all these weird physical symptoms of like me not being grounded and it was my like nervous system was so shook up and I was just so not feeling the things that I needed to feel and I wasn't like still and I wasn't you know it's just I was go 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 and it, it showed like I couldn't go after my dreams. I couldn't fully show up for my business in the way that I wanted to. I couldn't fully grow and expand and like call in more abundance and all these things when like I wasn't even regulated, right? And, you know, same with Olive. Like she couldn't go out and explore this brand new space um, if she didn't feel safe in her own body, and she just needed time for that. And wow, I just felt like that was such a beautiful like lesson and such like a beautiful mirror in like not only Olive's life, but like then to my life and like seeing that in my own life and, you know, now in my clients' lives. And yeah, it's just, it's so powerful. So yeah, that's really the biggest lesson I learned, I think, is when you let yourself or someone or a cat feel safe they will be able to thrive in their own time and they will only be able to thrive if you know they're not in a major fight flight or freeze response right um and again this isn't to say that there's not a time to just get off your ass and do the damn thing like that is still such an important part of growth and confidence it's just that if you are in a really bad place and you're not regulated at all, you can't get mad at yourself for not performing the way that you want to um, because your behavior is heavily linked to your thoughts and your thoughts are heavily linked to your feelings, right? A lot of times we think that our thoughts create our feelings and you know, our thoughts do create our feelings. That is what I learned in season one of my healing. But now in season two of my healing, I also see that our feelings can create thoughts because 
an anxious mind cannot live in a relaxed body. Um, yeah, it's so, it's so powerful. So, let yourself feel safe if you need to create safety in your body, especially if you're going after really, really big goals and dreams. This is necessary for your success. The other lessons I learned were, you know, sometimes you just need your own space, like me giving her her own litter box and her own food and water in the closet. Like sometimes you just need, you just need your own stuff in your own space and you need to have your own home just like I learned when I moved into my apartment. Um, You know, other things I learned, healing takes time. Um, Another thing I learned is like, sometimes trauma really is stored in the body because remember how I told you guys at the very beginning of this episode how um, like, I don't think Olive really experienced any trauma in her life because she kind of just was always in the like the cage since she was born and like she always had her mother she always had her siblings like they were we went to see them a couple times and they were always just like cuddle puddling and like were in the space with their mom so I don't think she had really any severe severe trauma to make her so like afraid um but I think it might have been passed down from her mom like I think it might be ancestral trauma um and just being more prone to anxiety and I mean, I, I always knew this, of course. I always knew about ancestral trauma and how much we hold on to things. But I feel like with Olive, I've truly seen like how stuck energies can get in our bodies um, and energies that might not even be ours. Like I sometimes almost think she's also just like very sensitive, um, just like highly, highly sensitive and just highly, highly like on alert to things. Um like, she's now very, very comfortable in my home, but if I, like, bring in something new, like, say I order something new, she will get terrified of it. Like, she's like, what the fuck is that? Um, and it's just, I think she's just very, like, aware of things, right? Um, but all of these things, like, I I really do think that trauma can be stored in the body and, like, passed down or we can pick things up from different people or you know other cats or other just energies in the air I'm sure some of you are highly sensitive and intuitive and you can just like feel things even in the collective right um because some days too Olive's like way more friendly and and daring and other times she's not and like I think she's just like an emotional little soul that picked up some trauma along the way and it just makes her anxious and so if you are this way and if you are a little anxious being like it might not be yours and I think that's such an important message that it might not be yours um because we get so hard on ourselves and yeah there's there's nothing wrong with you some of us are just you know given a different um hand of what is it hand of cards you're dealt different card we're all dealt different cards yeah I think that's the saying we're all dealt different cards um and you can't get upset with yourself about that. Um, I think the last thing that I wanted to mention with Olive and kind of what I've learned is like with her being highly sensitive and, and anxious, like I just have to move really slow around her. And for a long time, or for a while when I first got her, like, I would get, like, so annoyed, like, if I'd, like, make a sudden movement and she, like, jumped, I would be, like, 
dude, like chill out. Like I just, I just grabbed my cup to take a drink of water. Like, why are you freaking out? And again, I was having those like expectations on her, on her, on her and her healing. And I was like, you know, you shouldn't be jumping. Like, why, why are you so anxious? What is wrong? Like, and, and I felt like I was doing something wrong, right? I was like, why, like, why are you jumping? I like barely moved. And now I just understand like she's anxious. And when I, when she's in the room, like I just move slow. And if I'm going to go pet her, I just move slow. And if she's like laying with me in bed, like if I'm getting up, I just like slowly start moving and like petting her. And if I bring something new home, I'll even like talk to her a lot. Like I'll tell her when I'm leaving, when I'm coming back, like if I walk in the door, like they can obviously hear the door open and they'll, my cats will get kind of scared and I'll just be like, guys, like it's mom, it's mom here. Like I'm back. Like I'll just use my voice to like soothe them. Um, you know, I'm constantly saying to Olive, like, you're safe, you're safe, you're safe. Like, if I do scare her on accident because I move too fast, I'm just like, oh, babe, you're safe. Like, I was just moving. Like, I've got you. I'm going to protect you. Nothing is going to hurt you. Like, I'm, I'm constantly talking to them and, like, sending loving and safe vibrations. Um, and again, we need to do the same for ourselves. If you are highly sensitive, if you are more anxious, if you are more emotional, like maybe you need a slower life. Like maybe you need to be slower with yourself. Maybe you need to not, you know, trigger yourself and put yourself in situations where you're going to be triggered. Just like I don't put all of in situations where she might be triggered. Maybe you need to like talk yourself through things and if something is going to trigger you, like just, you know, just talking to yourself and just being slow with yourself Um, because I also feel like that has made such a huge difference with Olive like when I just like talk to her about things and when I just you know I just have changed my lifestyle to help her and you need to change your lifestyle to help yourself you know and and just create a life that supports your mental health rather than having a life that deteriorates your mental health And then wondering what's wrong with you when you are experiencing anxiety or depression. I think so many of us wonder like, like this is just happening to me, to me and like what's wrong with me Um, when instead we should just be like, okay, this is how I feel and how can I work with myself? How can I design my habits or my lifestyle or whatever it is to support me, Um, right? Instead of saying what's, you know, what's wrong with you? being like, okay, how can I help you? How can I make you feel safe? And that is how we're going to create so much healing, so much healing. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys. I hope that you guys found this kind of interesting and it wasn't me just blabbering about my cats because I totally could just sit here and just talk about my cats and the cute things that they do. But I think that these were some, um, really powerful lessons and I'm really excited to keep sharing just all of the lessons I'm learning from my own healing journey and um, yeah I have some really exciting podcasts and content coming up soon so yeah stay tuned and 
A quick reminder once again that I am hosting that free masterclass on June 15th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I would absolutely love if you guys came. It's going to be all around how to fully trust yourself and the universe, and it's going to be really fucking powerful, and it's absolutely free, so uh, no reason not to join. If you want to be in your power and trust yourself, then come. There's no reason not to. So uh, link will be in the show notes. You can just click on Maddie's offerings and get signed up uh, once you're in there. Um, Other than that, if you love this episode, make sure you leave a rating and review. Um, That would help me so, so, so much. Um, And I think that is all. I love you guys so much. I hope you have the most beautiful week this week and I will catch you guys in my next episode. Bye.